We talk about this week in Parshas Tetzaveh about the inauguration of the Kainim into the Avodah and the Beis HaMikdash. And we can understand and we can imagine maybe a little bit about how the Kainim must have felt on the first day that he had the opportunity to come and do the Avodah. must have been a tremendous experience. That a person can wear this vegetable garden that he can approach the Heichal that he can bring a terrace or carbon maybe to something that was a crowning achievement which all Klai Yisrael were jealous of who wouldn't want the chance to serve Hashem like that and of course it's a tremendous tremendous thing and yet that would be let's say the first time that the coin was privileged that the coin was there but imagine the kind who's now been doing Avoda regularly, day after day, year after year. It's now 10 years later. It's a regular morning. He has his regular schedule of Avoda. How are we feeling now? And human nature is such that excitement, enthusiasm wears off. And even though the first time it was tremendous, it was uplifting. It was so inspirational. But when it's no longer one of the first times, it becomes part of a routine, part of a daily grind. So then people don't approach it the same way. And we don't have to be kind to know that. The same is true for all of us. The first time we did a mitzvah, whatever that mitzvah might have been, it was tremendous. But once we get used to doing it, and it's something we do on a daily basis, so often it happens that the excitement, the enthusiasm wears off, it becomes just part of a mindless activity, or even maybe something which is a little bit of a, uh, like an effort for us to force ourselves to do. And that's the unfortunate part of something which a person gets habituated to. For example, the first time we were Bamitza, and we could join a minion. It was tremendous. It was a sign of our status that we could now be the chazan. We could now be the tenth person to, fall, to finish the minion. But now the fact that we go and join a minion is something which people don't think about and definitely don't appreciate the same way. When the Torah tells us about Aaron Akain, and it says, Vayask and Aaron, the Aaron at the Menorah, and Rashi says in the Pashas, didn't change. So the Bali Musa point out, it didn't change means his enthusiasm didn't wane. He lit them in there every day for the entire 40 years that he was a coin goggle with exactly the same feeling, exactly the same dedication, exactly the same inspiration. And that's a tremendous mile. We wonder how he managed to do such a thing. But for most of us, so are not coin. And we want to be inspired when we do mitzvahs. And we want to feel that we're not losing, so to speak, that drive. How is it possible? How can a person continue to do the same thing and still find ways and find places to, to be inspired, to be motivated? In fact, I was thinking, we know that the Kohenim served in the base of English. That was their privilege. 
But if you actually think about it, any individual coin, how often did he serve in the best of English? So we know that the coinum were broken into 24 mishmaras, 24 groups. And we know that each mishmar had a week, which means 24 mishmaras would mean each each mishmar had two weeks a year, obviously besides for the weeks of Yom Tov, which make it the last two weeks of the year when all the kainim would work together. But besides for that, each mishmar was given two weeks a year. And we know that a mishmar was made up of a number of bate of his families. So out of the mishmar whose week this was, each base of each family would be given one day. What does that mean? It means that an individual coin would work in the base of Megdash, without the Yom Tov, would work in the base of Megdash for two days a year. That's all. And if that's the case, so then you can be sure that the opportunity each coin had to work in the base of Megdash was something that is eagerly anticipated, was something which was done with all the enthusiasm because it was so rare. Because if you miss today, then come back in six months' time because you're not going to get a chance to work until then. And that ensured that the point that Advoida was kept fresh. That ensured that the motivation to the Advoida was very high. Because it wasn't a common thing. And we feel that way too. Mitzvahs which come up once or maybe twice a year. So of course we're going to feel anticipation and excitement. Because it's something which is unusual. The Gemara says this already. And the Gemara is talking about Mikra Megillah. Terry the Megillah and Purim. Something which only happens twice a year. And the Gemara says that because the Megillah is Habiba, it's something people are looking forward to. They're excited about it. They pay much more attention. They hear more carefully. And even if two people are reading the Megillah, I'll listen that carefully and I'll be able to hear well what they say. And the Gemara contrasts that to Kriya because even though Kriya Satara is obviously Satara is at a much greater level but since Kriya Satara happens so regularly it doesn't have the same excitement and therefore people listen less, listen less carefully to Kriya Satara so that's the nature of a person and those mitzvahs which come at uncommon intervals we understand the person does with much more excitement with much more fire but what can a person do to enhance those mitzvahs which are regular mitzvahs? To reconnect to the feeling which is meant to accompany even those acts which a person does on a regular basis. So here I want to share a chiddush. And that is, this is the lesson which we can learn from our children. Why? Normally as parents, it's our job to educate our children, to teach them and to train them. But sometimes there's a benefit to being a parent that we can learn from them. What can we learn from our children? We know much more than them. We have to teach them. But the answer is, for the child, everything is new. For the child, this is all the first time. And therefore, when they see something, when they're aware of something, they approach it with that excitement and that enthusiasm of that newness, which hasn't happened before. The 
first time a child's old enough to stay at the Seder table. And they look at everything with wide-eyed wonder of what's happening. The first time we let a little boy shake his own over a minute. The first time they can sit in the sofa. And, and more regular mitzvahs as well. The first time we take a child to shul. And all these things, of course, the nature of a person is because they're things that a person it was new for them, for the child, it's something which they haven't experienced before. So it has that excitement, it has that enthusiasm. And what we meant to learn from that is we meant to learn from them how to feel that or see from their enthusiasm how we meant to feel more of a fire, more of a drive ourselves. Watch about Mitzvah boy. When he gets to the Aliyah, he's on Mitzvah. The first time he can make a brach on the Torah. And learn from that feeling of that's the way I should be feeling every time I say my brothers of Torah in the morning. You're at a wedding and you look at the Chasen Vakan and you see that the way that the excitement and the newness and the motivation that they go stepping forward to build their own home. And the feeling, even if I've been married 10, 20, 30, or 40, or even more than that. However many years, but I can learn from that motivation. That's what I also want to approach. The feeling of having a home, of having a family. That's the Yusat. The principle. And that is, when it comes to feeling motivation, yes, the fact that we're so used to it, means it's harder for us to feel. But if we look to people, that for them this is the first, that for them this is something new, so then we can see from them what it means to be inspired. And if we look at it and we think for ourselves, we should learn a lesson from that, we can gain from that inspiration as well. But there's a deeper point here also. Because it's true we can learn from children, from their enthusiasm, we spoke about from the newness, from the excitement, but it's more than that, because the child's only going to be excited to do a mitzvah if we first teach him that lesson, if we first give the shalom and give the understanding that mitzvahs are important, that it's an excitement to do them, that we are grateful for the opportunity. So then, the child learns it from us too. So where does it start from? We have to lead by example and show our children how to do a mitzvah with enthusiasm. Or are we going to learn from the children how to do a mitzvah with enthusiasm? Which way does it work? And this is the essay. The principle is, of course, it starts with the parents. And by showing that we give something value and something important, so that makes it important. We all know of stories of Gedolim who credited the Avis Torah with the, how the parents showed them that the Torah learning is so important. Who credited the Avis Israel with how they saw their father or their mother act towards other people. Of course, Part of Chinuch is the value system we impart. And that's not just by what we talk about, but what we show. 
Rishon is important to us, becomes something which is learned as a lesson. This is something important. Something which we're enthusiastic about and something we're excited to do is shown as an example. It's something which is exciting, something which is important, something which is a source of motivation. So, on the one hand, of course, when the parent introduces the mitzvah to the child, that's what the sense of the excitement, the enthusiasm, the feeling of what an important thing it is, and that's how the child's going to feel this is something important. Every milestone the child makes in their development, in their studying, in their learning, so then we celebrate, we make a big deal out of it. Whether it's a, when he turns three and puts on titis, when he starts learning Chumash, he makes his first siyam, becomes a bar mitzvah, whatever area it's going to be. So of course, the, the, the idea that this is what's important, and this is what we, we give recognition to, so of course that comes from the parents. But here's, another, but here's the point where, so to speak, it works the other way around as well. What we can learn from. And that is, we can teach that something's important, that has a value, that it's something that we see as, a, as worthy of the big deal we make out of it, the money we spend on it, Whatever, in whatever other way it's going to be. The feeling of excitement in doing it is because the child realizes this is something important and now I'm able to do it too. And that gives us not the perspective of the importance of what's being done, but shows us the perspective of the person who's doing it with how they relate to having an opportunity. In other words, let's say that in maybe different words to explain it a bit better. If I never impressed on my child what an amazing thing it is to be able to get an aliyah from the Torah, what a privilege it is, so maybe it was not something that they ever missed or looked forward to, and now it's like, oh, by the way, you can get an aliyah today, it wouldn't be something which would be a big deal about it. But, being as you know that until he's by mitzvah, he can't get an aliyah, and maybe for a few years before that, he sees people older than him who can and he can't, so that, and of course, that's a big thing. That's a that's that's kavodatera, that's a tremendous mitzvah, and whatever else is going to be, that presents that makes the basis of this is something important, and that's that's the parents' job. We can emphasize the importance. We can develop the concept that that is important and is a big deal. What is the child's perspective, which we can gain from, is the, the, the appreciation or the excitement of the person who for them they're able to do that. In other words, of course, we want to teach our children the value of a mitzvah, the importance of learning, the schus that is to, to accomplish in, in Yiddishkeit, whatever it's going to be. That's all in the sense of what we can train someone as a system of value. But now for the person who's been trained, so now they're able to do it. So then their perspective is the excitement at the opportunity to do. And that's, the, that's an added dimension. It's not just it's so important. It's a feeling of I'm so looking forward to being able to do what's so important. 
because we can feel something is important, but we do it regularly. And therefore that newness, that refreshing excitement to do it, is something which maybe we've, we've gotten used to doing it. We do it often, we don't necessarily have. At Stavka, that's the point which, for the person who's doing it the first time, that's the added point that, so to speak, that they have. And we can learn from that. Let's give another example. Let's give another example. We speak about learning Torah. And of course, everybody knows the importance of Torah. And everybody, if you'd ask them, sure. Of course, that as far as value goes, we give the ultimate value to Torah. But if a person is learning on a daily basis, does that mean they approach learning with a newness? No, it's something which is, they do, and they do regularly, and it's of course, why am I doing it so much? Because it's important. So I do it, and I appreciate it, I value it. But not necessarily do I have the excitement in doing it. And how do I measure that excitement? The measure of excitement is, is, is resource. There's a middle of alacrity, there's a middle of enthusiasm. How much a person is, so to speak, how a person goes to do something. And that shows how, by them how much is something which they're enthusiastic about, enjoying, looking forward to. So I go to that every day. I once heard, mentioned this once before, from Aldo Mashkir, that he said he watches the boys as they go after the best marriage before first night in the morning, and he watches how they come down from the best marriage towards the lunchroom after Mincha. And he says, I wish I had a stopwatch, a speedometer, that I could show how fast they go down to lunch, and in comparison, how slowly they saunter upstairs to the best Medrash. Because, of course, the person's going to learn, that's what I'm doing. That's what's important, that's why I'm here. But, if there's something missing in the excitement, I don't run. If I'm excited to do something, I'm looking forward to it, I'm running, uh, then I run to do it. And if I don't run, it means it's, it's, I'm not, not, it's not that I'm not doing it, but it's not the same level of excitement to do it. That's an added element we can learn. And that is how to do something with excitement means not just the value I give to it, but it's the feeling in doing it that is something which is so exciting, it's something I'm looking forward to doing. It's a Gemara. The Gemara says, Shabbos, that Rav Zeris said at the beginning, I thought that Rabbanan Machalim Shabbos. Machalim Rabbanan Shabbat. Why? I saw them running to the best marriage on Shabbos, and on Shabbos the person is not meant to run. And then Rav Zerisa saw a pasuk, and the pasuk says, near the Hashem. We want to know Hashem, we're going to run. And therefore, running to the best marriage on Shabbos is an expression of how enthusiastic we are to learn. And that becomes a part of how a person is meant to learn, even on Shabbos. Even on Shabbos. If we meant to learn on Shabbos, then we meant to learn with enthusiasm. We meant to run to learn. And therefore, Zaira says, I'm going to run too. And that's the extra element. The element of not just the importance, but the excitement. Really, this is a 
a requirement which is very hard to fulfill, but Rashi brings in the Pasuk. He says, which I command you today. And that Rashi says, every day it should be like it's something new. And that has nothing to do with the importance. The importance of something which isn't new can be important also. And if it's something which is a tradition, it's something which I'm upholding for a thousand years, that's very important. The idea of every day it should be new is also the excitement. And that's the question. We know the importance. We live with that importance. What has more value to us in terms of existence? We impart that importance to our children also. But it's not just the importance. There's also the excitement. There's also the freshness. There's also what's new about it. And that's the point. When a person who appreciates it's important and now has the opportunity to do as well, now we see the excitement of the universe. That's the point we can learn. That's the point we can learn. And without that, without that, how does a person rejuvenate that newness in what they're doing? When it's something which they've done regularly, and because it's important they do it regularly, and because, and therefore it doesn't feel like something which is new. Without, so to speak, seeing how it's done with excitement, how does a person bring back that, or re, reignite that feeling in himself also? Perhaps you can say that the place where the pasuk is, isn't in the parish of Mitzvahs. The pasuk in the Torah was talking about talking about Torah. The words which I'm teaching you today should be on your heart. If you're talking about doing the mitzvahs and every day that it should be like new, so why is this in the parish of Torah? And I think the reason is because, like we said, the action which I do regularly to feel that it's new is very hard. can do is if I understand it better. I never understood it like that. There's a newness in my appreciation of it. There's a newness of understanding the depth of it. If suddenly my eyes are opened to a deeper meaning in the midst of what I'm doing, the next time I do it, it has a certain newness. I didn't realize how much this mitzvah made a difference. I didn't realize how far this mitzvah reached. That's the element within a mitzvah. A mitzvah directly, but suddenly I see more depth. Suddenly I see more connection. Suddenly I see a greater understanding or appreciation of what I'm doing that rejuvenates that newness. And therefore the Pasuk of Demonatum, it has that potential too. The Dvarim the words of Torah, can be There's something new, and that's the Chazal say about the Torah. Every time a person learns, so learning Torah, has the ability to find new meaning, to find new understanding, to find new depth. The newness provides that excitement. And that's why the other option, if you're not going to always look to find the person doing it for the first time, to witness what it means, the excitement in doing something new, the other option is to learn the Torah. Because by seeing a new level of depth, a new level of understanding what we do, that gives us a new, a new perspective, a new feeling for something. And remember, that creates 
and new excitement in us as well, even for something we've done many times before. We've done it hundreds of times. If you're seeing a new beer tefillah, a new meaning in the tefillah, and it speaks to us, and now we're looking forward to be able to have that in mind the next time we dive in, that's the way we can provide that excitement, that freshness, so to speak, to what we do as well. So that's where we started. Avodah Hashem isn't just a question of what we do. Like Mr. Shoshone writes in Chassidus, a big part of Avodah Hashem is how we do. And a big part of Avodah is the enthusiasm with which we do things. And yes, it's understood that it's a part of the materials of a person. It's something that a person gets accustomed to. Even if they know it's important, but it loses its excitement. And that's why we have to find those ways which is going to reignite, reawaken that excitement so we can do the mitzvahs as if it was something new, as if it was the first time.